Hi, this is Jerry with the Neck Up Training Academy, and today I'm here to talk to you about taking back your power. Please follow us on Facebook or Instagram under the Neck Up Training Academy. And we're doing something very cool today. We're doing a podcast and a Facebook Live. So they say there's a, when there's a smart man, there's a, always a smarter woman behind him. And there she is. But I'm next to him. Yep, there's Annie. She stands <laughs> right next to me, right by my side. So we're talking about taking back your power today. And taking back your power has a lot to do with just three things. Being persistent for the P, W for the work, and R for the repetition. So it's a very easy acronym, and this is an acronym that we're going to go into, and you can use it every single day. The reason why I say take back your power is because... There's so much going on in life, and there's so many different ways that our power can be stolen during the day, right? Annie works pretty much as a customer service type based industry, and well, I do as well. And the police and fire service is kind of a custom, you know, service things too. It is. So, I mean, do customers come in and try to steal your power or get you off your power statement? Every day. And how do they do that? They yell at me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Angry. Not very nice, half the time. Right, because they're having a bad day, and people that usually have a bad day want you to have a bad day as well. Take it and out that, on everyone else. Right, and that makes them feel better when they bring everybody down to your level. Right. Right. So um, we're going to dive into this today. There's going to be a little bit of brain science in it. Not going to go too deep because it's super late tonight for us. And, you know, you know when you want to take back your power, you got to do things when it's late sometimes and just get it done. So for the power statement, we're, we're going to just do PWR. And the first statement is persistent. You have to be persistent, continually going after the things you want in life, you know, despite of the difficult oppositions. Persistence pays off. And, right, tonight it's late, and <laughs> we just decided to get this thing done because we want to be persistent. We want to, like, hit our goals and... We have things we want to get done, and the way to do it is you've got to do the work, which is the next thing. It's W, work. You know, that is activity involving a physical effort, you know, in order to achieve a purpose or result. And let's be honest, you can't achieve anything without simply doing the work. I have a T-shirt through my other one of my other businesses says, just do the work. Right. You have to put in the work if you want anything to follow through and to work out for you. And is work always easy? Mm, it's never easy. It's work. It's the whole purpose of the word is work. Like it's not supposed to be easy. It's not supposed to be effortless. You're supposed to be able to put the effort into it and make your work work for you. Right. And work and work can stand for a lot of different things, but it's something that you just simply have to do each day. Um, you know, I say pain is not here to break you, but it's here to make you. And so a lot of that's just working through those type of things that come in your life. I mean, we can see them as, oh, well, they're, they're challenges. They're here to raise us to the next level. We always learn something from a challenge, though. Always. And we're always going through challenges in our life. Sure. Every I day. mean, right? Every day. Every day. We're going through one right now. We're yeah. trying to sell two homes <laughs> and buy one home. And if you've uh, ever tried that, right, that is work. That is work.
It's a little bit stressful. It's a little bit of, well, it's a lot of work, a lot of prepping, a lot of cleaning, a lot of work. A lot of putting in the time. Time, a ton of time. And effort. Yes. But why do you put in the work? For the reward. For the reward. There's not too many great, amazing things that come in your life that come without any work. Um, I really can't think of any, like things that just drop out of the sky that are just wonderful and amazing. I guarantee you put in the work somewhere along the line to get that. Yeah. I mean, the universe rewards people who work hard, work hard and, and go after the things they want. And the neck up training Academy is all about sharing some brain science, my 28 years in the police fire service. And you know, I, this, mm -hmm amazing woman right here beside me is way smarter than I am. And she has some great, amazing advice. True? So <laughs> it is true. She life, just life experience gives you knowledge, right? And sometimes we, not the best life experience, but it's something that we always learn from. Yeah. So I totally agree. So we're going to go to on to the next thing and it's the R it's the repetition. So the action of repeating something that has already been said or written, that's, that's part of the work as well, but you have to kind of put in the reps. I equate it to going to the gym. Um, I work out my mind just as hard as I work out my body. I, when I go to the gym, I'm listening to something that's working out my mind, some, uh, some self-help improvement type stuff from various different people. And I only do that when I'm working out, but I also do that when I wake up and sometimes when I go to bed. So actually I work out my mind longer than I do my body. More often. And everything starts in your mind. That's why we have the Neck Up Training Academy because everything we do starts in your mind. All the amazing things that we do start in our mind. Also, all the crap that we put ourselves through for most of the time, it starts in our mind as well. Now, if you've listened to some of our other episodes, it's – We've talked about, you know, fear versus danger and what the difference is and how when you perceive fear that is not really a thing, how it puts so much stress in your life. And anxiety. Anxiety, which is huge, huge. these days. Huge yeah. these days. I mean, I've experienced it for the first time um, about a year ago, and I've, and I've gone on calls all throughout my career of people experiencing anxiety. But I really didn't understand it because I didn't go through it. And, you know, unfortunately, that's a lot of life lessons that we don't really understand until we actually go through it. You know, so we have these distorted perceptions of people or things because we haven't actually experienced it. I don't um, think you can truly understand something until you go through it, though. You can't. You can try to understand. You can sympathize. You can empathize. But you can't you can't understand something completely until you've been through it yourself. Right. And that was what makes you a great uh, firefighter police officer is when you do emphasize with emphasize with those people. I mean, empathy is huge. And yeah. I think people are afraid to be empathetic of other people. They feel like these days it's a weakness, weakness. but it's actually not. it's the most amazing thing that it's you can actually quality. do. Yeah. I mean, when you empathize with somebody you make that great connection mm -hmm. with them and not only can you feel it but they also feel it and they don't have to actually verbalize it right right they just you can see it in their faces or you can see it by their expressions but 
you know, they don't really they need to come out and say it, but they can, you can still, you know, you, can you, know it. you know, it's there, you know, you have five senses plus probably some other senses that make you feel that thing. The universe is a very powerful place. So I have, um, I listened to the thing uh, today, excuse me for my, some of my notes. It was from Jim Quick, who is an amazing person who was actually has some brain damage um, when he was younger, and he taught himself a lot of different things. And one of the main things he taught him is how to read. And after his traumatic brain injury, he is now become, 25 years later, an amazing person who's teaching people on, on all these um, – uh, topics about how to keep their memory sharp and how to learn things that you thought you could not learn. And he has an incredible acronym and, and he doesn't, she didn't, wasn't privileged to some of this information <laughs> because I just dragged her into this <laughs> podcast and Facebook live. But Jim talks about a thing it's called fast and the fast acronym stands for forget active state and teach. And so for forget is like, what you you need to forget about what you know about a subject. Um, the all the years of my fire experience and police experience is when you go learn a subject. There's a lot of aha moments, even if you've like l listened to somebody teach you that several times. Would you not agree? Yeah, you can always learn something new from different people that are teaching you too. I feel like with every subject, you can learn something new each time you learn about it because it's someone else teaching it. If you learn the same, if it's the same person teaching it all the time, you're not going to get anything new out of it. Right. And the way Jim teaches it, and I've heard other uh, people talk about it is you have to come in with this kind of like beginner's mindset. You come into it with the mindset with some curiosity. You have to forget about all your limitations and just have this mindset that you're willing to learn. And I think too often we're like, oh crap, I gotta go to this training and this person's talking and I've heard it all before. Yeah, that's true, but it it's on us when we think that way. Like we have, may have heard it before, but if you put yourself in a different state of mind of wanting to learn, well, you're going to learn. Well, you may have heard it before, but you might be in a different place in your life at this time that you're hearing it. And so it may apply to you in different ways. Ah, right. Which we're <laughs> going to get to that. She right. kind of, she didn't know it, but she revealed a little bit of secret coming up. <laughs> so um, in, in the FAST acronym, it's active. And today's learning style is kind of passive. Like we send our kids to school or we go to these trainings as a professional. And what do we do? We sit there and we look at the instructor or some people don't even look at the instructor on their damn phones and stuff like that being distracted and not present, but it's passive. It's like, be this person listening, but don't speak and don't engage. Our kids are sent to school to be passive learners and passive learners. That's from like the stone age. Like that's not how we truly need to learn these days. Like, I'm assuming back in the old days when they probably laid a little more physicality on students who didn't listen and stuff that, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it just can't be passive learners. 
Like we have to be active learners these days with so much technology and so much going on in our lives. You have to be an active learner. Well, you learn from others being active as well. We attended a, a seminar um, and in the beginning of the seminar, the speaker got up and he's great. Um, but then he told us we were going to do social learning. And in the beginning, I was like, uh-uh, nope. This isn't happening because we had to talk about vulnerable things to complete strangers that were surrounding us. Um, the first time we had to do it, the first day I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to do this at all. By the end of the weekend, I was like looking forward to those moments and learning from other people and being social and having to go out of your comfort zone completely to and be and being vulnerable like that's where you learn that's and being active and being having social learning it makes a huge difference and, and the reason why he did this was because he wanted us to learn through getting involved in asking questions and right. taking notes so when we had these breakout sessions we took notes he instructed us to take notes on this and we met some amazing people that would just share their passions mm -hmm. And their which, story. Yeah, which was awesome because you do learn from that type of an experience. And these days, I feel like that we we're supposed to learn through so much consumption, like just tons and tons of information. Like you, you, we're like a bucket, you know, they just keep like filling our bucket up of knowledge. But the thing is, with you keep filling up a bucket, like these days, it's more like a strainer because we have so much crap going on. If we don't do some repetition with this, it's just going to keep going. Like it's going through the strainer, just like pouring water through a strainer. If you don't repeat the learning process, you're not going to absorb it. And what they found out is it's mostly taken place through religious activities that various different religions have practices where they continually do repetition. So, well, if you're not using the knowledge that you gain, what's the purpose of the knowledge? Right. So, wait, you have a favorite book, but you only read it once? No. So, but most people do. I have do. a favorite book that I've read multiple times. Right. And you probably have consumed a lot of great information that way. It didn't just fall through the strainer. Right. The other big thing, so the S with uh, fast is the state, your current mood and how your body feels. You know... Uh, Jim Quick goes into information plus emotion equals long-term memory, which is so true. And I thought about that for quite a bit. And I thought, you know what? We have five senses. And a lot of times, like, you can smell, see, or hear something. And where does that take you? Right back to a memory. Right back to a memory, which is awesome because if you put yourself in that state of learning – how much more retention are you going to have? A lot more. Right. So, I mean, it's just, he has some great tools and it's all, all in the state of how we, how we learn. Like we, we are in control of our mood. And when we go to trainings or we listen to things, we really need to be in the mood of curiosity. We, we can't go in the, like I said earlier, we can't go into this, like, I know everything. Oh, I've been a firefighter for 20 years and I know everything. No, that is not true. And especially when it comes to my SWAT training, 
I go into there like I know nothing because to an extent, I know that I go in there that I know nothing because I want to learn everything I can. I want to be safe and I want to, I want to make sure I'm precise with my actions because, you know, this is, these are life and death situations and there's live ammunition flying around. You know, if I go in there with the wrong attitude or wrong frame of mind and someone's going to get hurt. Right. It's a bigger, it's a big deal. But I mean, there's, I mean, throughout our different various types of work and stuff, there are always these type of similar conditions. I mean, the reason why I tell you these type of stories is like, I want to impress upon you that you can do these things, not just I can do them, th these things. If I can do it, I know it's possible for you to do it. But with like SWAT, we do so much repetition. And the reason why we do the repetition is so we can. So you're ready and you're prepared. Ready to prepare. And right, there's this very, we're in different states of emergency. There's different things that happen to change the dynamics of what we're doing as far as SWAT was. And it's something that I've taken throughout my career is just really realizing that, especially in something that's so different and so dangerous that I need to be on my A game and I need to just make sure I'm 100% present and I'm willing to learn whatever the instructor is teaching us. And sometimes these reps suck because it's hot, it's cold, you're done, you're just done for being the day I and mean, it's been a long day, but these are the same conditions that present us when we're doing a SWAT call out. So it's important that you're prepared. Yeah, we have to be prepared. Um, the last part about uh, FAST is the T, is teach. And so when you talk about teaching, and this kind of struck me as kind of cool, um, you know, going through with the Neck Up Academy and stuff, we're doing a lot of teaching. Right. And when I do learn, when I'm learning something, I, I do want to learn to teach it. But he actually talked about it, it says, learn it as if we're going to teach it to someone else. And when you teach something like that, you get the opportunity to learn it twice. So there's the rep, there's more than one rep. And any of you that ever taught it anything before, right? How much time did you spend diving into that subject to teach it? Many hours. Many hours for a presentation that did not last. 20 minutes. Right. But I know that I know that area of study that I had to specifically teach very well. I could teach it now, and I taught the class five years ago. I could teach it easily now, and it wouldn't be a problem, and I wouldn't have to study for it a whole lot more. Right. Because I was making sure that I could answer everybody's questions, and I could – I was teaching it to someone else, so I didn't only learn for myself, but I had to learn how to teach it to others and answer their questions and know what was going to come next. Which is the incredibly hard part is to try to know subjects so well that you can answer other people's questions. Right. You don't and, want people to think you don't know what you're talking about when you're teaching them something. Right. But right. you also have to be willing to learn from other people too. Agreed. And that's why that's what this Jim Quick is so awesome about. Like he has got this fast acronym, I think, down. Like I really like it. And I I feel like we put ourselves in 
a box and often we put limitations upon ourselves or even when we look at other people, we put limitations on them through our perspective. But learning's not, as Jim says, a, sushi, a, a size of a shoe. It's actually dynamic. It's something that grows. It continues as you learn. It continues to grow. The only limits are the ones you set yourself. for yourself. Which, how many self-limiting beliefs do we have? A lot. I mean, think about the self-limiting beliefs that you have. Trust me, when you conquer those self-limiting beliefs, there's so many awesome things on that other side. And a lot of those awesome things come from getting outside your comfort zone. And when you get outside your comfort zone, it becomes learning experience. It's kind of an accelerating, freeing experience as well. Right. And we've all experienced that. I mean, you just have to take time to reflect on these things because you have done them before. You probably just haven't actually took a step back or take the minute or five minutes to pause about it and think about that. That's something that we encourage you to do at the Neck Up Training Academy is to do a lot of self-reflection about the things that are going on in your life. And to be aware, to be aware, not to break you down. No, these are the self-reflection is to build you up, to be aware, to be present, to be grateful. I feel like being grateful is a really big thing. If you're grateful, then you live in a positive mindset. When you feel like you're grateful for things and you realize the things that you have in your life to be thankful for, um, it helps you to feel better when you take a step and have a positive outlook on life and try to be find things to be grateful for simple, stupid things. Like I'm grateful for, you know, my car running today. I'm grateful for stupid, like simple things that you don't think about every day. Um, your life changes with your mindset, your mindset changes of how, you think and how you act. Right. And you can like part of taking control or taking back your power is when you have that mindset of gratitude, which I practice in the mornings is the, my favorite time in the mornings. And when I go to bed, right. Um, I have a snooze on my alarm, but it's not to sleep for 10 or 15 more minutes. It's because I want to take those 10 or 15 or 20 minutes to think about all the things that I'm grateful for. Right. Plus also envision the things that I'm going through to vision them through the other side, through past that complication or past doing that work. What is the reward? How does that look like? You have to take the time. You can't create change without taking the time to simply do the work. It's, it's just a simple fact of life. Um, when I started uh, talking to people about simply doing the work, they're like, oh, well, you probably shouldn't say work. But it is work. I mean, you can't get from A to B <laughs> without work. I don't care how a easy A to B is, it's still you work. You still have to work. And so I thought about that, and I almost changed it. And I was like, no, no, you, you really do. You do have to simply do the work. But nope. when you work for something, you appreciate it. When something is handed to you, you're not as likely to appreciate it. 
if you work something, work for something and you earn that reward or you receive that reward or you get to see the benefit of the work, all the work that you've put in and the effort you've put in, I feel like you appreciate it more. I, I totally agree. I mean, just kind of like this uh, complex thing that we're going through, like selling two houses and trying to buy one. It's, it's so stressful, but it's going to be worth it in the end. Yeah, it's going to be worth it in the end. Like we can handle a stressful couple of months in order to get the reward of having a beautiful home that we get to call our own and we get to make it ours. And we will make memories there and build our dreams and reach our goals. Like it's one of our goals. It is. It was one of our goals this year. It was like, okay, we're going to do this. And regardless of how it's been a very difficult, um, complicated path for us, but we're making it work and we're making it happen. It's, definitely it's a been, reality now. Yeah. It's definitely been challenging. It's been a lot of uh, ups <laughs> and downs of sales going through, sales not going through, changing of sales, timing of everything. But we're simply doing the work. We know on the other end of doing this work that we're going to achieve great things. I just wanted to recap about something. So write this down, the P, the W, and the R. And each day, write these things down. And so I do it in my mind, but I really need to start doing it on paper each day because there's something very magical when you put things to when paper. You write it when down. you write it down. Not only are you seeing it, Plus, I mean, if you actually can say it out loud, too, I mean, that's just even more, more powerful as well. So for tomorrow, my PWR is, uh, my P is meeting with my mentors. I have uh, three mentors right now that I meet with, and we simply do the work. They talk about things that are going good, things that are going bad, things that are not necessarily bad, but I need to improve on. It's just a time of taking self-reflection from an outside perspective, the things that I cannot see personally myself. So I mean, it's I can, good to get another point of view from someone um, on different things in life. Agreed. My W is I need an email. I need to roll in a class that I've been looking at, and I need to complete some more podcasts. I'm, we'll be at the Utah Podcast Summit and. I need to get some more podcasts done before that's time. And uh, that time is really, really soon. Typically, my podcasts are only 10 minutes, but my last of them been going a little bit longer be, as I get more comfortable with this, right? Again, I'm putting in the work. This is not something that comes natural to me. This is something that's a little bit different and a little bit challenging. And my for R from repetitions is going to the gym. I need to put in the reps. You know, I need to work on my body with those reps each day. And also my other rep, the thing that I need to do is I always do personal study. So no matter how busy my life is or how hectic it is, I always do some personal study and that can be a YouTube video. It could be a podcast that I'm listening from somebody, but that is something that is a high priority to me to do each day. So that's my power statement. That's how I'm taking control of my life. And Andy's got hers. <laughs> All right. My P for being persistent um, is to keep up a positive attitude. Um, this is just for tomorrow. We've set our goals for tomorrow. Just kind of on a, we have bigger goals too for our power goals, but this is just for our simple breaking it down. Um, so my P is for keeping a positive, positive attitude at work. Um, I have a lot of customers that drag me down. I work in retail 
and every day. So we have people that come in and they're not happy and they want to take it out on me. And uh, sometimes my coworkers are also that way. They let other people break them down. And so my goal is to keep up my positive attitude at work. I try and see the positive in things, try to be that happy sunshine light, which call it, you know, crazy. And, but that's just who I am. I just like to be positive regardless of what's going on. And we know, because, right, most of us probably have worked <laughs> retail, and it can be total hell if we let it. Right. Like, literally, if I let people that came in that had a negative impact on my day, if they, if I let them ruin my day, it would, every, it would be every day. It would be every hour of every day I would have a horrible day. Like, I've had to decide, like, it doesn't matter what customer comes in and yells at me for doing who knows what I can't let it get to me. Like, I'm not going to let that ruin my whole day. It can take five minutes, take a deep breath, take a walk, whatever I need to do to get away from it, but come back and be positive and be ready to, to help my next customer. Um, the W for me is something that I like to do is to listen to something, a little motivational in the morning. Um, I'm also a big music person. So I like to listen to music. It puts me in a really good mood. Um, but I like to switch things up a little bit too. So I will listen to like a TED talk of something of a goal that I'm working on or a motivational talk of a short thing. I don't do well with really long episodes of things. I want to do something pretty quick that I can actually pay attention to while I'm, um, and the time that I do that is when I'm getting ready because I listen to something every morning while I'm getting ready, whether it's music or it's a podcast or um, whatever, but that's the time. I've listened to books on, on my phone, on audio, or I've listened to books on tape or whatever while I'm getting ready. That's kind of my time that I focus a little more on what I'm working on personally, on my personal goals, or if I'm having a lot of anxiety about something, or if I'm nervous about something, I just relax and listen to music because it's something that puts me in a happy mood. Yeah. Music is very powerful. I mean, we, right. I think we've all learned that throughout our lives. Um, the type of different music we listen to puts us in a different type of mood. Right. And I mean, those people that sing that those lyrics are <laughs> singing it with passion, right? Because that's why we're listening to it. Right. Which also can passionately move us to a different mood, maybe the different mood that we want to be, or could actually bring the us back opposite. into the opposite of yeah. the mood. So kind of, kind of be careful what you're listening to. Uh, I've, I've learned that too is right. You, know, you can listen to good stuff or you can listen to bad stuff. So you got to be conscious about of what you're listening to. Yeah. So I'm just listening to the news in the morning, probably not going to put you in the greatest mood. I mean, especially if you live in around any city, if it's a decent size, what are you right. going to get shot, stabbed, Negativity. robbed, this, that fire, something, the first 10 stories are something terribly negative. Wait, we'll throw in some positive story and then follow by 10 negative stories. So be very careful about the things you listen to. That will push you into different moods um, that you may or may want not want to be in. Right. So that's kind of my thing that I'm, my W for the work is just listening to something that's going to prepare me for my day. Whether it is tomorrow, my goal is to listen to a TED Talk or a motivational um, podcast or speech about something that I'm on one of the goals that I'm working towards for my own personal um, goals and my career goals that I have right now. Um, my R for repetition is being consistent. So I'm consistently every day um, the happy person. Like I said already, I'm trying to be positive. Um, I kind of have a lot of 
of difficult things going on in my life and my own personal life and in my career even a lot of changing and growing which are good um, but also very difficult and so I have to be consistent as far as what I want to do and my mood of um, of being happy and being positive and it, it sounds really silly but my I have to be consistent and be repetitious with I want to be straight across the person or straight across the board type of person that's always like when someone thinks of me or sees me I want them to be like oh she has a really good attitude and is positive like that's something that I take a lot of pride in especially with my customers I want my I work in in retail like I said but I'm also um, every week I have the opportunity to uh, get customer feedback and I part of my wages are earned on that customer feedback so if I'm not consistent with my customers every every day every time I help them um, I don't I don't get those bonuses I don't get that pay I don't get the benefit of knowing that I helped my customer do the best thing that I could do for them so I that is my big thing is being consistent with my mood and with my positivity so that is my goal not just for tomorrow, but that is for tomorrow for sure with the rest of my stuff for this week. Yeah. So I encourage each one of you to make your power statement. Remember the P is for persistent, the W is for work, and the R is for repetition. And that's, I mean, you can just break it down to those three simple steps and think about this. These are just, when you do it on a daily basis, these are building blocks. So you're only just you're like building a house. So just stacking the bricks to make an awesome life and make an awesome you. And when you are being the best you, it's contagious. People will gravitate to you. They will answer the, the things that you need. The universe works in amazing ways. And the things you want will come to you. I mean, I mean, this Annie is a, is really answer to one of my prayers and she is she's awesome i mean and people all around her know her for her positive attitude it's contagious <laughs> i lost that entire episode in this. <sighs> funny not. <laughs>